cannot be underestimated how the stress and pressure has been insurmountable and this has impacted upon me greatly. I'm pleased to see action has now been taken to assist states members with the provision of counselling. This was a much needed resource that I needed over this extended period of time which was not available until now. Those were the words that Deputy Max Andrews read out in the state's assembly last week. He took the decision to explain to the Privileges and Procedures Committee how he needed help because he was struggling with his mental well-being. In response to this, the state's Grafia and the PPC provided those counselling sessions, the first time that had been done internally for a states member. Deputy Andrews joined me to discuss the pressures we place on our politicians, the impact of print and social media, and how important it is to seek help when needed and look after your mental well-being in whatever role you have. You're an independent states member who represents St Helier North. Um, you were elected for the first time in June 2022. Why don't you begin by explaining a bit about why you ran for the states, mm -hmm. what drew you to politics in the first place? Um, well, I think it was really the COVID-19 pandemic um, I was unhappy with the Council of Ministers. Obviously, at the same time as well, no Council of Ministers has ever had to um, go into office and then have to deal with a pandemic as well, and I do understand that. But for me, I felt it was important for 2022 when it came to the election that we saw younger representation in the State's Assembly, more progressive-minded individuals as well. Um, and I felt I would always, at one, some point in my life, enter the political arena, but I probably didn't feel it would be so soon. But it was due to the situation that arose with the Council of Ministers that I felt something's got to be done here and we need people who are willing to actually step up to the plate and I was one of those individuals. Mm -hmm. Yes, you just mentioned you're a younger member of states. Do you mind telling us how old you are? I think? 30 years of age. 30, so yeah, yep. that's definitely sort of one of the younger members. So has it been strange, difficult, coming into maybe slightly older group of people and trying to sort of have your own thoughts, opinions realised and shared and recognised? Oh, in indeed. Um, I mean, I didn't really have any political guidance. Um, there was nobody within the State's Assembly who I knew apart from Philip Ozef. Um, and I only knew Philip from a couple of conversations that I had with him. Um, it was him who made that outreach to me on, on social media because he was interested that I was running Twitter polls, for instance, and I was trying to engage people to think about some of the main questions that we have to be asking ourselves um, about our island. And um, so that was quite difficult, as you say. I think for the first few months, it was about me getting to know my colleagues. But I've always felt very isolated, funnily enough, because mm -hmm. of my age and because I'm more of a social democrat. And I think the majority of the Assembly are more conservative. So I've not quite fitted in with them. So has it been what you expected or have there been difficulties, pressures that you maybe weren't expecting when you went into this role? Well, I, I was expecting one thing. Um, in terms of what I was able to bring before the Assembly, I have quite a lot of freedom. And that was one of the good things about the Jersey Assembly. Um, and I knew I had so many ideas and I could bring them before the Assembly and the Assembly could either approve or they could maybe disagree with me. Um, but in terms of the actual support for states members, and I think this has probably been the biggest challenge, there, there is hardly anything in place. Mm. We are left to our own devices, and I find for the new members it's quite easy to be making mistakes because you don't really have people there to ask questions of. 
um, unless if you are, say, closely affiliated to politicians who've been previously serving, and then they might be able to guide you. But certainly from a, a non-executive member perspective, that's probably one of the biggest challenges that I had to encounter um, during the first few months, and even still to this day to a certain extent as well. Mm. And that's really interesting. So you're saying maybe there's a lack of guidance, but also maybe um, there's a lack of support, you're slightly isolated. We think maybe being in the public eye is also a difficult thing to switch off. You're constantly under scrutiny. Has that impacted you at all? You know, do you get weekends? It's not just a nine to five job, is it? Indeed. So it is very difficult to switch off. It's a job that is seven days a week. You always will be responding to emails, constituent cases. But that's why I love the job so much. But it does come with its pressures. I think especially when you look at, say, social media, in particular, Twitter, for example, there are a number of pseudonyms and they will go online. And the reason why they are operating under a pseudonym account is so they can be nasty and they can vilify whatever they want and all sorts. But there are, I'd say, a good group of people online who, who are also very respectful as well. And I think we, we cannot kind of discount that. I think 95% of people are are very good, but you've got the 5% who, who do try and ruin it for others. And I think that, that small contingent of people do place a bit of pressure on us as politicians. Mm, social media was something I was definitely going to bring up because it's quite a new thing as well, mm. you know, with um, younger members coming into the States. Maybe it's something where you've always dealt with this, you know, you're, you're more aware of it, you deal with it maybe more than some older members and so it can take a toll on you a bit more. I'm interested to know about what's changed recently in the States Assembly. So you've said that your mental wellbeing took a bit of a hit end of last year mm-hmm. And you mentioned to PPC that um, you needed some help. So what kind of help were you seeking and what have they put in place now? Well, I just needed to speak to somebody. I think I have really struggled since November last year. The pressure was insurmountable um, for me. I was becoming increasingly stressed because I didn't really seek help. It was prolonged. Mm. When did you first know that you needed help or that you wanted to ask for help? Was there a moment where you decided that or did someone else tell you that that was necessary? Well, you can look back retrospectively. November, December was definitely a time where I needed help. Mm. I had no guidance. But I I think really the moment came when I was sat before the PPC and I I just was at my breaking point. I could see gradually I was deteriorating And you mentioned it had an impact on your family as well. Is that something you'd like to talk about? Yes, indeed. So both of my parents have struggled with this. Mm. Both my mum and dad were very reluctant when I said, I am standing. And I I said that about two years before the election. And I think their perception potentially changed, maybe once the election took place. And they could see that I was delivering in, in the assembly. I've got five propositions across the line. But this situation, I think, has kind of resurrected some of the old feelings that they once did have again. Mm. And I think especially with my mum, she has struggled even with her own mental health. Mm. Um, I think the way how certain things can be reported, um, you can say certain media outlets have done a better job than others. Um, But unfortunately, I think it's more about how can we find a headline-grabbing story And that was quite difficult for me to look at with some of the media outlets and then others did a a very good job. 
Um, I wanted to ask as well, did you ever think of maybe taking a step back, taking a break? Was that something that was ever suggested? Maybe just taking some time out for your mental well-being? Um, no, no. I, I've felt very pressured, in fact, since the election. Because I'm one of the younger members, I think I've come in, I've been very enthusiastic and willing and driven, and I've been able to do things. And I felt, had I then stepped away then there would be a massive part of the assembly work that would not be done. Mm -hmm. So it was never something that I even considered until recently where I think several politicians have been very concerned about my well-being. And yes, it has been something that has been spoken of about me taking a step back and I've kind of felt, well, I can taper my workload and that's the difference. And, you know, by speaking to my psychiatrist, my counsellor, going to my jersey, going to the listening lounge, that for me is therapy and that helps just having a conversation and being able to speak about things where previously I was not be able to speak about things because it was confidential. Mm. So you've just mentioned counselling, seeing a psychiatrist. Why don't we go into maybe some of the services that the GREF mm. and the PPC put on for you? So you mentioned in um, the apology you made in the States that there was a much needed resource which was not available until now and that there was action that had been taken to assist states members with counselling. So what kind of shape or form did that take? Did they source that for you? Did they just recommend it? So I, I think there were conversations um, with other states members, and there's been a few of us who, who have been you know, predicating the same message. Something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. We are by ourselves. We have nobody to speak to. And uh, the PPC and the States Graffia, I think, in the end, saw this situation where somebody like me, who's fairly stable um, and, and quite strong mentally, was finally mentally broken. Mm -hmm. And I think in the end, it was a case where they knew partly maybe there was nothing in place. They maybe failed partly. And they had to kind of make amends for that by having something in place for me now mm -hmm. um so in a way i kind of see it as a deputy andrews experiment it didn't go very well but at least in the future hopefully politicians will have something in place a provision a service to help them so I, they don't have to relive what i have yeah and so is that now something which is in place that will stay there or is being developed uh yes so it's now in place so i've spent a couple of sessions with my counselor and just really we've spoken about what happened why things unfolded uh, why I reacted the way I did, because I kind of went into defensive mode, I was very stressed, um, and I, I think I did lose control mm -hmm. for a time, unfortunately. But I think as well it's about taking ownership and saying, yes, I was responsible, I made personal mistakes, um, but it's learning from those mistakes and making sure those mistakes mm -hmm. don't happen again. I think it's it's very fair to say that kind of a good thing has come out of this even if it obviously wasn't the best experience for you to have I think that the outcome is maybe maybe quite positive it might be a slightly difficult question but there have been concerns comments made by the public of this is how officials act mm. can you provide reassurance that you know you're fit to serve and that you can provide an example to the people of Jersey a absolutely and no I am fit to serve I think this is a political spat and unfortunately, it got out of hand. Um, and I reacted very badly because, number one, there was no support for my mental well-being. I was unable to speak about it with anybody. But I think now it's about what can I do moving forward? And I've done a lot of good. And that's something that I need to remind myself. But 
at the same time, just because I'm, I'm young, it doesn't mean to say that there should be an excuse for my behaviour and that I will simply just learn from it. It's about actually accepting what I did wrong and how then I can rectify my behaviour moving forward so then I can improve myself as a politician. Mm-hmm. It's not just an opportunity to grow, but um, it is one in which you have grown. I think, have you learned from this experience in various ways? And I think it's safe to say you've maybe grown both as a person and a politician. Yes, yes, certainly. Um, I, I feel I have actually built more resilience because mm-hmm. resilience is needed in every single politician. And maybe that was something that I was missing and potentially that was the reason why I maybe acted the way I did. And it's something that I have certainly learned from. Mm-hmm. But I think as well, I've been very surprised by the fact how I've been supported. And it's been overwhelming, really, the, the, the support, both from former politicians, other politicians and members of the public, people who stood by me. Um, I think they can see that, unfortunately, I went through a very bad time. And, you know, I'm not through it. That, that's the other thing mm. as well. It's a, a constant battle. At one point, I would say, consumed by every single living second about this situation. And now I'm able to think more clearly, Mm. more level-headed. I can read The Guardian and I can actually absorb what I'm reading in the article and think about it Mm. and maybe have a conversation with somebody about it without thinking about work. And that's something that I was not able to do for months on end. So Mm. I think that's where I see my personal improvement manifesting is it maybe reassuring to people that may want to run for politics in future that there now is that help and that they shouldn't they hopefully won't struggle with what you struggled with um when you first took up position and also more recently yes i i I definitely feel um had the counseling not been put into place then we would still be failing our own politicians including myself Mm -hmm. so i'm very fortunate i think in some respects that okay, it was very difficult that I had to live through this experience. But at least somebody else who may be encountering difficulties in the future will have a provision of mental health support Um, because it's a pressurised job as it is. And I think the public do view the government with a level of scepticism. It's naturally part of politics in Jersey. We don't really have the ability at this moment in time to kind of increase public perception where people are more tolerable of us and you can see that even 15 months in you know the public perception is different compared to when we reconstituted the state's assembly and there is always that pressure so i think for any politician or prospective politician who's looking to come into the states at least there is something in place from a mental well-being perspective but i still feel there is more support that we need as politicians Mm-hmm. Um, in other areas in terms of resourcing and say political research etc mm-hmm. thank you for coming in and, and for, for speaking about this because I, I i realize it's quite difficult yeah no no thank you thank you to deputy andrews And thanks for listening to the Bailiwick podcast. Keep up with all the latest news by visiting bailiwickexpress.com or reading our sister publication, The JEP. More next week from me, Kelly Frost, and the rest of the team. Mm